Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams. I'll be taking you on a culinary journey through Walt Disney World. But before we get started, I just have to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like us and you want to support our content, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Remember, it costs no extra money. So, to get a free no-obligation quote, head to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. And then also, please make sure to remember to subscribe wherever you're listening to the Disney Dining Show. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and review. Now, on with the show. This week, we have a lot of really great reviews to bring to you. I'm very excited about this one. We have actually maybe the first appearance of Pete Werner. On this new version of the Disney Dining Show, he was recently at Wilderness Lodge and filming a ton of dining reviews. So we're actually going to hear a good amount from him in the coming uh, weeks, at least a week or two. Definitely this week, definitely next week, and we'll have to see. We'll have to see if they all get thrown out next week or if it's going to be spaced out a little bit, but we've got a lot from him. And then, of course, we have a lot from the normal cast of characters, Fiasco, Rhino, myself, no Denny this week, but uh, it's still going to be fun. We also, we're going to hear from Fiasco's wife at one point. We have one of our new freelancers that we're going to hear from a little bit in that same uh, Wilderness Lodge review. Uh, His name is Drake just because I know there's going to be lots of questions, and I doubt he's introduced at all in it, really. So that's your heads up now. But we're going to actually start right away with a review from yours truly, and this comes from the Magic Kingdom. I finally went and had the spring rolls from the spring roll cart for the first time in years and years. The last time that I reviewed them, it was with Rhino, and it was a complete disaster. We we got our spring rolls, and immediately I dropped them on the ground while we were taking photos and videos of them. And then by the time we got around to eating them, it was it was okay, but not, not the world's greatest thing ever. And I needed to re-review them, especially since the cart was closed for a while and then finally reopened. And, well, here we go with it. What am I having today? I'm back in the Tortuga Tavern, Pecos Bill Overflow seating area. So that means I'm definitely eating something from Adventureland, but what exactly am I getting this time? Well, I am finally getting around to having the spring rolls again from the spring roll cart that's sitting right outside of the entrance to Adventureland. There are two types of spring rolls on sale. There is the cheeseburger spring roll, and then there is the pepperoni pizza spring roll. And the spring rolls come in twos. So you get, you can either do two pepperoni pizza ones, you can do two cheeseburger ones, or you can do one of each. And each different one comes with a special sauce. The, the, the cheeseburger one comes with, it looks like to be a mayo relish based secret sauce. And the pizza one comes with a marinara sauce. And you do have the option to do one of each as well too. And the spring rolls cost $9.50 now, which is, a dramatic raise in price from it used to be seven dollars and fifty cents so it definitely uh, it definitely went up in price here but it's been a couple of years since I've had the spring rolls so I'm gonna try to go at this with uh, with no preconceived notions 
I remember not being blown away by them for the price before, but I'm gonna try to be as unbiased as possible with this and and hopefully hopefully they're good and worth every penny of it. But I did cut them in half so we could see inside because obviously a spring roll on the outside isn't the most exciting thing to look at. But I did cut them in half so that way we could get that nice interior view of it. So I'm gonna go ahead and show it off what each one looks like on the inside first and then I'll actually eat it. This is the inside of the pepperoni pizza one. As you can see, pepperoni, cheese, sauce, it is all layered in there. The cheeseburger one, you definitely see the beef right away in there, and maybe a little onion, but it, uh, it does not look like a cheeseburger when you're looking at it in half like the, the pepperoni pizza one looks at least similar to pepperoni pizza. Now I have to make the hard decision of which one am I going to start with, and I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the pizza one first. So, I'm gonna get my first bite right here. No marinara on the first bite. I just wanna, wanna eat it how it is on its own. It's pretty good without any sauce at all. Uh, there is so much pepperoni just wrapped up in a big ball and placed inside here. Not a ton of cheese from the bite that I just took, but lots and lots of pepperoni. And if there's any sauce inside, I didn't get it on that first bite either, but uh, it's, uh, it, it's definitely great if you're a pepperoni lover, and I am, so that, that first bite was pretty incredible. But let's get some sauce on, and here goes nothing. The downside to adding the sauce in is that obviously the sauce isn't that great. You know, it's not, it's not a nice homemade Italian marinara sauce by any stretch of the imagination, but it does add it adds a nice bit of moisture to the spring roll overall. And yeah, it actually, it, it does complement and, and balance it all out. But again, that pepperoni is just, it's kicking hard in there. So if you don't like pepperoni, if you're just a cheese pizza person, but you're like, I think I'll, I'll go for the pepperoni pizza one because I like the sound of that better than cheeseburger. You know, I'd be, I'd, I'd be careful. I'd be careful because it is pepperoni heavy and I'm really enjoying it for that reason. But let's move on to the cheeseburger one, and I'll start again with a bite without any sauce at all. I'm not gonna lie, I do not love the cheeseburger one. It's just like minced ground beef without really any seasoning at all on it. Like there's moisture in there. I'm not, I think that's coming from the grease, but no seasoning at all with it. There is onion inside and the onions helping add a little extra flavor to the overall thing, but uh, just just on its own, it's not very good. And uh, it's a good thing I have the, the secret sauce for the dipping with this. Again, I can, I can tell just looking at it, it's white, so it's gotta be mayo-based, but I also see little pieces of relish in there. There's these like orange specks as well too. I'm not sure what that's coming from. Not that it really matters. You know, it's it's a secret sauce. Secret for a reason. But let's get a nice big heaping helping on here. And get that bite. Here's the deal. I don't love the sauce at all. Not even a little bit. It's just, it's tangy from all of that mayo in it. 
just hit you with the tang, but it needs something else. It needs some, it needs some acidity in there. It, it needs, it needs either more relish or it needs, it needs even like a, not a, a ketchup maybe, but not like sweet ketchup. I don't know, mustard, something. It needs something in it, but the sauce is not great. It's not, it's not very good at all. And considering how bland the cheeseburger egg rolls are, and then mix it with the sauce, it's not, it's not pleasant. I'm gonna take one more bite. Hopefully my mind changes on this, but it's gonna need to change a lot with this one bite. My mind did not change at all. I did not like it. It was pretty gross, to be perfectly honest. It just, it was missing something. It was missing, it was missing some of those flavors in there that take like the cheeseburger pods that you can get inside Pandora at Satuli Canteen. It was missing that flavor that takes those to the next level. So this was this was definitely it's missing something in that entire ingredient. But anyone who raved about that and said that the cheeseburger one is delicious, amazing, I don't know. I don't know if I would trust them. But again, don't trust anything I say. This is just my opinions. But uh, of the two, of the two, I'm gonna say that the pizza one for sure, the pepperoni pizza spring roll, that is that is the winner because I can sit here, I can eat it by itself, I can eat it with the sauce and it actually enhances it a little bit more, but it's really nice. And I'm gonna finish this because it's still hot and I rarely get to eat everything when it's still very piping hot. So I'm gonna finish this while it's the best it can be and then I'll wrap up with my final thoughts. Mm. I'm all finished with my spring rolls and I'm still, I'm feeling great about the pepperoni pizza ones. And yeah, I still don't like the cheeseburger ones at all, but how do I feel about it overall? Two egg rolls for $9.50. Uh, it's a ripoff. It's like, even for Disney, it's a lot of money. It, I feel like they've gotten heftier than I remember them from the last time that I've had them. And back then, I thought, I do believe, I think that they were a ripoff at 750, and they might have even been cheaper when the last time I actually did review them, but at the last price that it was before this increase at 750, you know, it seemed like a lot, but with how hefty these ones are, I could actually justify it for 950. They're weighty, but it's just, to me, it's not, it's not worth the money. Just for me, though. I, I can understand why some people probably really love them and they they have to have them when they come to Magic Kingdom but for me these were good for today especially when I was really hungry it, it, the pepperoni pizza one hit the spot but I won't be getting these again anytime soon it's just it's not worth the money for me there's there's better treats out there in my opinion and I'm gonna keep going around and trying to find them all but once you get to 950 you know, you might as well just get a quick service meal. And there's some really, really better than average ones here at Magic Kingdom. I am still thinking about that pepperoni pizza spring roll. That was actually really good. Every now and then I just get in the mood for a good pepperoni pizza. And that was actually a, a decent take on the dish. But that cheeseburger one, you cannot convince me to try that again. I'm I, I'm done with it. I'm done with that forever. I'm never going to try it again. I will try it the next time I review it. But seriously, I, I it just it's not 
It's not worth it, and I really hate how expensive these spring rolls are now. There is no reason they need to be nine fifty. If they were five, five fifty, six dollars, maybe there's an argument for them. But they have just they have gotten ridiculous in their pricing. But to each their own. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who enjoy it a lot, and they are willing to still spend all of the money. And it is all there for you. I will try not to take them away. We're going to now move on, though, to our next dining review, and this one comes courtesy of Rhino, and of course, he's back at it again with another plant-based review. This one, though, is a little controversial. I don't want to say controversial in that way, that it's like, oh, what's is it plant-based? Is it not plant-based? It's controversial in that Rhino usually looks for the, the positive spin in everything, but he's not able to find a decent amount of positive in this one. And that's all you're going to get. But he went to Pop Century for this review, and that's all I'm going to tee up, and now we're going to let Rhino take it away. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino here. If you can't tell where I am from looking behind me here, I am at the Pop Century Resort, and uh, this is my first time back in, like, forever. I'm over here because I felt like it was time to kind of hop out of the park and do a dining review for a couple of the resort locations. So there is a plant-based burger that I saw that is available here at the Everything Pop Shop Dining. Everything Pop Shopping and Dining. So I think they're both called Everything Pop. I will update that in just a second. I think I've been reading too much and get confused easily. You'll have to forgive me. Um, but I am here. I rode the Skyliner over from Epcot to give this to give this a try. If you've been watching this channel for a while and staying up to date, you know that I did recently do a plant-based burger at uh, Deluxe Burger that was just not my favorite thing in the world. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't my favorite. But this one sounds a little more interesting because this is like a play on a barbecue burger. So uh, I'm going to go inside because I think I have to like order and take it out. All right, I finally got my order picked up, so I'm gonna go in here, just take a look. Indoor seating is open. There's this whole area here. And you just go up, I got the beep. It said to go to order number one. Wow, this looks really different than it used to. Just my order, table number one. I got my food, it took about 20 minutes. Um, so a little longer, uh, especially since there was like nobody around i don't know so uh maybe they were just getting started with lunch i'm not gonna hold it against them but um you can see here i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna turn this around and show you what that looks like inside of that wrapper right now but um these were supposed to be sea salt lentil chips and i'm gonna lie i'm so disappointed because i was really looking forward to trying lentil chips um so i'm a little bummed out by that right now but this is the journey of rhino nothing can ever go 100 correct i've accepted it I hope that you have as well. Um, so let me show you what this looks like and I'm gonna read you the description as well. This is the plant-based barbecue burger, which is $11.99. It is served with arugula, tomato, avocado, barbecue sauce, and a side of sea salt lentil chips. Well, as you can, I've already shown you, I don't have lentil chips, which is fine. I was just really looking forward to those. This already isn't very warm, so I can't, that's a little sad, but. It's my real fun. I'm just gonna show you the inside of the burger. Okay, let's tip her upside down. There's the arugula and the barbecue sauce. Okay, 
This is a Beyond patty. And then also, there's no tomato in this. It's just barbecue sauce, arugula, and the, and the um, avocado. I'm a little disappointed already. I feel like I'm being a brat, but there's also not a ton of barbecue sauce on here either, but there is extra inside if you need it. Anyway, I'm, I'm diving in. My gimbal died. What else is new? It says it has full battery power and it just flops over every time I go to record this. So I've taken a couple of bites. You can see there is plenty of avocado on here that is nice. I love avocado. I'll add it to anything that I can. I love arugula too. Um, but I am getting zero barbecue sauce. It's basically only the Beyond patty, which I also don't feel like is actually cooked correctly. Um, it's cooked. I just feel like it could have been cooked a little better. Um, the bun is kind of falling apart, but that I don't really blame that. The, bun's, the bun really isn't that bad, but there was an area inside with like condiments and things like that, and I bet there was more barbecue sauce in there, but I'm by myself and I don't wanna like take my stuff and go back inside and get it and bring it back out. But I just in case it came out a little bland, I did get red pepper flakes for some reason because they were near the napkins to throw it on this burger. So I might do that and give that a try, but yeah. It's so light on the barbecue sauce. I don't really know what I was expecting. I'm just really kind of bummed out. Um, it's not, I don't know. Yeah, the Beyond Burger is like almost a little chewy. Um, it is definitely not the best one of these that I've had. So the avocado is good. That is about it. So far, not so good. I am gonna force myself to finish it because I do not like wasting food because I have some anxiety, <laughs> major anxieties around food, but yeah, this is, uh, this is not good. And I don't even have sea salt lentil chips to make up for it. Well, that was that. That was the plant-based burger at the Everything Pop Shopping and Dining. And uh, don't get it, it wasn't good. Um, I think the tomato, I mean, yeah, it would have made a difference, but I don't think it would have saved it. I think ultimately the patty wasn't necessarily the best patty it could be um and it just was it was boring i mean i it it's too bad too because it, uh, it's the only plant-based option listed at this resort right now and also it's the only option at the art of animation as well so maybe they're doing it better over there i don't know maybe they still got those chips i think that really dresses it up and does honestly make a difference but I, it was twelve seventy seven after tax. I say, like, don't waste your money and maybe just hop on the Skyliner and try and go somewhere else. I know options are still limited when it comes to that sort of stuff, but I got to say, this was probably my least favorite plant-based option I've had at Walt Disney World so far. Um, it was just uh, it was a bummer because I was really excited for it. So I'm sorry. I also hate having reviews that don't turn out great either. So... I, for those of you who made it this far, I'm just really disappointed about this. I'm so sorry. Um, so hopefully I can find another good spot to go soon somewhere and try something else to kind of get back on that, uh, that, that the, the train of good vibes that I was riding because I feel like I've been finding so many good things lately. And so I was bound to crash eventually. Crash you did, Rhino. Crash you did. And I'm sorry about that. And I, I hope you do have better luck for the very next time that you are out trying to find that perfect plant-based option. And now we're going to move into the uh, the heavily touted Pete Werner review, 
from Wilderness Lodge. This is uh, one of multiple videos that I believe they're going to have coming out. Well, for you, audio, not videos, but uh, you know how this works at this point. I don't have to explain it over and over again, but this is one of multiple reviews they have coming from Geyser Point. They they went and ate at Geyser Point, and then they kind of broke down the different parts of the review. Rather than just doing one review with everything that they had, they decided to to end up uh, kind of breaking it into chunks, so that way they can they can uh, they they can get more leverage for the amount of content that they have. Which uh, for you as audio people, uh, eventually I'm going to just smash it all together, but. In general, with uh, with video, it's it's the, the different strategy. So it, it's all just different. But uh, this first one is them reviewing all of the different the different desserts that they have at Geyser Point. They they went through all of them, which I don't think is actually that much. I think it's only like four. So it's not incredibly challenging when you have four people doing a review to to eat all four resort resorts. <laughs> dessert but uh, apparently one of them is is touted as the second best thing ever created by man by pete himself and we're just gonna have to listen and find out what that is hey everybody pete werner here with the disney dining show gonna do a couple of quick takes for you today of the desserts on offer at Geyser Point at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. So let's take a look. Okay. I think I'm on record that the greatest thing ever created by man is the bacon and eggs dish at the Wave at the Contemporary. The second greatest thing ever created by man the most wonderful sentence humans have ever put together. Apple cider sorbet. That is incredible. It is so, so good. Actually, I'm gonna be honest. All these desserts aren't exactly to my taste, but they're all, the, all really good desserts. They're really well done. Um, and what's, what's wrong with them from my perspective is some of them are my preference, right? They're not just, not what I would order. But they're really, really well done, and they've obviously put a lot of work into this. Um, this makes me so incredibly happy to see desserts like this available. I mean, can this place get any better? Can Geyser Point possibly get any better? Now, if I'm not in the mood for, like, a really great appetizer or, 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 or dish, now they've got these desserts. I mean, I'm, t I'm sorry. Like, everything these people do, I just keep getting more and more excited. This is fantastic. Apple cider sorbet. Run, don't walk. And get the damn apple cider sorbet. Oh, my God, that was so good. All right, so I tried everything as well. And here, did you try everything? I tried everything but the, the little strawberry tart. Okay. You want to try it? Yes. Okay. Give me your spoon. I'll get you a bite right now. So I'll be trying on camera. We'll do, we'll do this romantically. There you go. All right, you can just take a spoon. We have to have sound effects. 
-hmm. What do you think? Mm. You like that one? So for me, Pete's absolutely right about the apple cider sorbet. It's a unique, it's a unique flavor to have in a sorbet that I've never had in that way before, but it's absolutely delicious. And as well, I like all all these desserts. The one, the one that I wouldn't get again is actually the coffee, the coffee sorbet. What was that one called again? This was the dark roast coffee infused with chocolate gelato. So it was $4.69. If I was here just ordering one dessert for myself based on my preferences, I'd probably get that. And that's good, but all the other ones are better and they're not the ones that I would have ordered. Presentation wise, the, uh, the moose brownie, what was that one? So this was the camp brownie and it was $6. Right, so that presentation wise, I think is the most cute, beautiful dessert. Like very, that's the Instagram dessert here. And it's it, yeah. it still tastes good. But my favorite taste wise is apple cider sorbet. Okay, that one, so that's funny. That's a very big favorite at this table. Yeah. So it's not my favorite. And surprisingly, my favorite is the little campfire thing. It's not too sweet. It's a little rich, so it's a little heavy. So just beware if you want to order that, if you want something light. If you want something light, I suggest getting the sorbet, the apple cider sorbet. It is delicious, and it's a favorite. Um, I liked the little strawberry tart, but I don't think I'd ever order that again. Um, just because it, it's just it's a little too plain for me. But um, I thought the tart tasted really good, but you're right. Good. No, I, it was good. I probably wouldn't personally order that again if i'm coming here and i'm ordering one dessert for myself it's either apple cider sorbet or the campfire brownie depending on where i'm leaning chocolate or you lost cider. me at or, or. Yeah. you lost me at or well i love my chocolate and so, so. the camp well, is that chocolate on there too is this what is that i think this is just yes yeah, this is chocolate so Try it. it is that's pretty good chocolate. So the campfire brownie was six dollars. The seasonal pie was five ninety nine, which was um, strawberry. The strawberry. The chocolate part. and strawberry. Mm -hmm. The apple cider sorbet was seven dollars, and then the dark roasted coffee and chocolate gelato was four sixty nine. So good value for everything. And we do have some unique and interesting flavors, which is very nice, like the apple cider sorbet. Yeah, so if anything, I would suggest trying that and getting that. And um, if you have kids, I would get the little campfire. For sure. Because it's cute. This table has already talked at length about how much they love the apple cider sorbet, which... I may order another one. Yeah, we may even get another one. That's how much we like it. So I won't spend too much time commending it, even though it does have a very nice light flavor. Um, the strawberry tart though good taste-wise, the texture's wrong. Like, the consistency's wrong for dessert that you're gonna share with people. The sorbets are good for that. The um, campfires are good for that. But the tart, you're gonna, you're stabbing it with your fork or your spoon or your knife in order to try and break it up. At the end of the meal, what you want is to be able to like, share it with people. You wanna just be talking and just scoop it away with a spoon. You're not gonna be able to do that with that strawberry tart. Um, the, the, this, these things. Does anyone know what these are? I thought they were little marshmallows, but I don't know. They're not. They they have like a almost like a coffee taste. Like they like a coffee beans. I think it does really well when you combine the souffle with one of these because you were absolutely right that it is pretty sweet, but if you combine it with one of these, spot on. Like it also gives it a little bit of a crunch, 
which I think it could really use if you're not getting a like that cake at the bottom. But otherwise, the flame one, really good. If I had to pick a favorite, the apple cider sorbet. Yeah, I think the apple cider sorbet would take the favorite it's for me a too. With a with a close second with with this one. Yeah, I guess I literally I did like ordered this. another one. <laughs> That's how good it was. But all of them were great. You're not gonna go wrong. If you're by yourself or everyone's gone and you're just getting one on your own, go for that strawberry tart, but it's gonna be a little difficult to share. You're not getting none of my apple cider sorbet. This is so good, I ordered a second one. They're all trying to get their hands on it, but they can't have it, they get their own. All right, so that is gonna do it for this look at the desserts at where the hell are we guys <laughs> <laughs> this is like the 17th vlog we filmed today but that's gonna do it leave this in that's gonna do it for uh this look at the desserts at geyser point at disney's wilderness lodge hope you enjoyed it we'll see you again next time uh so i have to issue an addendum Turns out the strawberry tart just needed to thaw out a little bit <laughs> before you could get that smooth cut into the tart that I was looking for. And now, it honestly might be my favorite out of all the desserts. You're not getting mine. <laughs>Just had food at Captain Cook's. Uh, some quick information before we tell you about that. Um, it is one of those places right now that is mobile order only, one of those quick service locations. That's mobile order only, so you're going to need to either have the app installed on your phone or scan the little QR code at the front of the restaurant. And I find the app to be much easier, so I would highly recommend you just have the My Disney Experience app ready to go uh, and then just go ahead right there and place that you're picking up food there. Um, but and some of you can probably imagine what we probably got here today, and that was the Thai coconut meatballs. I've tried a number of things on the menu at Captain Cook's, none of them being very good at all, with the exception of these Thai coconut meatballs. Now, certain quick service restaurants, I feel like, uh, have a level of food that I think 
is good enough for a, you know, a table service restaurant. I wouldn't put Captain Cook's there. You know, what this is, it really is just three meatballs over white rice and that Thai coconut sauce, and it is really good. But, it, you know, it's also really simple. Uh, maybe I could find it on an appetizer, uh, the appetizer part of the menu at a table service, but definitely not an entree. But this is still a great meal for a light, I would put it at a light meal in between a park day, like at Magic Kingdom or something like that. Because I definitely think it's better than anything that I would find at Magic Kingdom. And yeah, I brought uh, I brought Olu with me here today. Is actually He's actually for sale at the Polynesian gift shop, which totally caught me off guard. This is the guy from Alani. Um, and I noticed for the first time that he was on sale at, at the Poly gift shop, which was awesome. I had to get him. And I also had a vlog where that happened. And if you wanted to see that, should it be up by now? I'll, I'll put it in the description whenever it gets posted. This might this might very well come out before that, but if it doesn't, you'll find it in the description below whenever it does actually come out. Uh, but it should be soon, if not already. All right, but well, that's gonna do it for a little Disney dining show quick take of the Thai coconut be meatballs. <laughs> I highly recommend them. They, got they the actually are really good. Haley's off in the. She ate some too. I ate the whole thing. So. But she is not on camera, and instead, Olu is standing in for her. Thank you, Olu. And Olu, what did you think of the Thai coconut meatballs? <laughs> Great. Well, that's all you really should need to know. If Olu likes them, he lives at Alani, so he must have good taste. And with that, I'll see you in the next one. A review so short, I think even Statler and Waldorf would approve of it. And that's it for our show this week. I really hope you enjoyed this culinary adventure around Walt Disney World. And of course, we will be back with you next week with even more new reviews from Walt Disney World. But before I go, I just have to remind you of a couple of things again, that if you want to support us, please consider booking that next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Again, it does support us. So get that free, no obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And then once again, please make sure to subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Like the review we just got this week from NBN Grill Girl 15 who said thank you is an audio only listener i love the new added format to compensate during the pandemic keep up the great work craig and thank you for now forgetting about the audio listener i think i think it was meant to say not forgetting about the audio listener i have not forgotten about you and i will hopefully never forget about you because it's my job not to yeah that's it so on an awkward note, I'm going to say goodbye here. I hope you all enjoyed the show this week. I'll see you again real soon with another episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.